I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E.com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money. And today we're talking to ESPN reporter Julie Stewart-Binks about all things travel. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. 
Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Travel Tuesday for Millennial Money. This week on our Travel Tuesday episode, we talked travel tips with ESPN reporter Julie Stewart-Binks. As she covers hockey and soccer for the All Sports Network, Julie can travel up to 20 flights per month, which is logging some serious miles. So I think that makes her the perfect interview to pick her brains about all things travel. So check out our conversation with ESPN reporter Julie Stewart-Binks as she talked about her love of sports, how not to pick up germs on a flight, and how she loves dressing up like Alice Cooper at one of his gigs. Well, thanks for uh, joining us, Julie. I really appreciate it. And you're actually joining us all the way from uh, your hometown, Toronto. Yes, I am. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, appreciate it. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit quickly about your uh, your journey into broadcast journalism and how, you know, from Toronto and how, how you kind of got into that. Well, I don't know how much time you have, but it has been uh, the scenic route. That is certainly for sure. Uh, you know, grew up in Toronto and went to school uh, not too far from here, and then ended up doing my master's over in England when I kind of knew I wanted to do television and then worked there for a bit um, and then decided to come back to Canada, worked at Hockey Night in Canada and went over to Winnipeg and then a smaller town in Saskatchewan just trying to get some experience uh, as a sports reporter and then kind of got the golden ticket when Fox Sports 1 was launching and they were looking for people that no one really knew, and I was, you know, brought down to L.A., worked there doing, you know, news updates, soccer, hockey, uh, some basketball and football, and it was uh, it was a dream job getting to launch a network in the States because we were all coming from all over the place and getting to live in L.A., it was incredible. And then the last year, I have been just started with ESPN. So in about March, I moved there. I've been doing MLS soccer sidelines for them and we're doing some u.s world cup qualifiers and some college football coming up so it's uh it's been a great ride to this point so far but still a long way to go were you always into sports and and like specifically soccer and hockey i mean is that why it's kind of been sort of your specialty yes definitely you know i grew up as a jock um, i was a huge fan <laughs> of hockey in canada sort of Hard for the course if you live here. <laughs> right. I played hockey as a kid, and I still play now. Um, and then I really got into soccer when I lived in England when I was studying my mm. master's. So got to see the Premier League. I lived right near Emirates Stadium where Arsenal plays. I could hear it every weekend, and really gonna got to see the fandom at uh, you know the base level. And then have always been into it. I wanted I originally wanted to be a sports psychologist, and then. Mm. I sort of just tried TV for fun as a, you know, volunteer opportunity. Mm. My mom was a news reporter in Canada when I was okay. a kid. So she just said, I think you might enjoy this just for fun, not even thinking I would want to do it for my career. And uh, here we are now. <laughs> That's cool. Um, what have you kind of noticed? I mean, we always think, you know, every time, you know, the World Cup comes around that soccer is going to explode here in the U.S. I mean, have you seen a shift uh, that it's, it is really actually becoming more and more popular? I've seen a shift um, in terms of millennials really yeah. interested in soccer. I sure. think because, um, you know, it's an accessible game. It's yeah. an hour and a half. Tickets are relatively inexpensive. And it kind of has that college football cult environment 
where, you know, you go to a game, you're in it, you're, you know, there's the smoke bombs, there's the drums, <laughs> and it's sort of the survival. As you, you dress know, up, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it does kind of have that vibe. And, and it just, as you said, it's accessible. But I do think that, um, you know, we've always seen the U.S. as in they need to do well for people to kind of want to follow it at a regional level. But I think that we're breaking away from that a little bit more. I do think the mass audience still follows, you know, if the U.S. is doing well, then they'll be interested in other things. But um, I think soccer is gaining speed and that it is not definitely not a fringe sport in this country anymore, but it's almost passing, you know, the likes of hockey and baseball too. I think from just the fact that, these are stars and you see their faces and we try to build them as that too because you know when and I'm a big hockey fan but in the states like people don't know them as well because you know the helmets and the game moves too fast and soccer is that doesn't have that problem so I think that when you're looking at younger kids like that's why they like it right well and you know as we get into talking about travel I mean one of the big gigs that you a couple of years ago was the women's world cup that you actually got to go all over Canada covering that I mean was that just like a dream gig for you and like how how were you kind of feeling like covering all that in your home country Well yeah it was it was an incredible experience it kind of married the two things of working for a company in the states while being in my own backyard and getting to go to, you know, Edmonton and Montreal and Moncton and Ottawa and all these places where I recognized a lot of the local reporters because I had crossed paths with them when I was trying to make it kind of growing up. And then uh, it was really gnarly travel, though. It was um, like <laughs> yeah. 27 games. It was like 20, I forget exactly, it was like 20 games in like 30 days right. and across seven different cities. So at one point, I'll never forget the beginning of the World Cup where we did two games, but two, a double header for three out of four days in three different cities. So we started in Edmonton, did two games that day, then flew on a red eye overnight to Ottawa, did two games that day, and then flew overnight to Moncton, had a day of, um, you know, press conferences and stuff, and then had two more games. And it was awful like it was really difficult <laughs> but it was exhilarating and it was thrilling and I had an amazing producer my producer Jeff Hyman who had everything mapped out ahead of time at point we were checked into like four hotels in one night because we didn't know where we were going to be <laughs> right we were going around everywhere and we actually one day we went from Montreal to Vancouver and we did a game in a layover in Vancouver so we flew through Vancouver which is on the other side of the country mm-hmm. did the game and then flew right back to Ottawa. So it was it was a lot, but it was so rewarding because for me at least, like I got to tell the stories of so many different women from all different countries. Like yeah. I wasn't on the USA, I was on everyone else, and I right. must have really learned how to um, figure out, you know, how do I communicate with women from Ivory Coast who don't speak English, or from yeah. Germany or Norway or whatnot, and uh, really tested just my abilities as a journalist. Well, I, I mean, that sounds like a really cool one, especially, you know, yeah. there. And, and also, you, you also realize, wait, my country is actually really big, too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what did you say? Your country is really big. You kind of realize, like, how big oh, yeah, Canada yeah. Actually, actually is, you know. Yeah, I was uh, trying to tell people that it's, there was a lot of miles or kilometers, if you want to say, across. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, we'd love to talk about, some, you know, some travel hacks uh, that, that you kind of 
are, are into, and then you kind of follow and stuff like that. Um, one of the things that I'm always really bad at, I'm a travel writer, and I'm really bad at overpacking. Um, tell us a little, bit, a little bit about some of your travel bags. And you have to really, you know, because you, you go to, you know, from gig to gig, you know, from city to city a lot of times. Tell us about your travel bag and packing essentials, essentially. Yeah, well, I mean, right now, as I'm currently traveling, I'm on vacation. So I was thinking, you know, packed a couple of vacation items, but then I'm going to go right into a game next week in mm. New York. But then we go from New York to Montreal, and then I thought I might even potentially not be going home. I might have to go to another game. So I always um, packed – I literally almost plan out my clothes for a day ahead of time, um, exactly like what I'm going to wear for each broadcast, and it can't coordinate with any of the team's colors, so I always know that ahead of time, <laughs> you know, right. what, what their road what their road kits might be, what their home kits might be, and sometimes I throw it for a loop, so I always have, there is no thing to wear ahead of time, um, and that sucks because you don't want to plan that. You might not want to wear that that day, but I always tell myself, you're wearing this that day, and that's too bad if you're not feeling it, but that's how we pack. Um, you know, I'll pack, like, basically two sets of workout clothes if I'm going for more than like a week uh pretty much like seven days that's like what I would do and then um I now am getting really a lot better at checking the weather ahead of time and pretty much always pack like a light raincoat no matter what and you know if I need anything more if it's like crazy then I you know can buy it on the road but I'd like to stay away from that so and I always pack um and this is like if I have a carry-on or, or, I mean, like a checked bag. But carry on, you know, I'm always, I have everything ahead of time in the smallest bottles possible and everything. Basically, like, how can you wear your clothes as frequently as you can without having to do laundry? And um, that's essentially what it is. Like, how can I downsize? Especially as a female, like, we carry a lot more stuff sometimes. Like, <laughs> I'm not bringing any nice, fancy shoes, and I'm not bringing, like, a lot of hairstyling options. It's hmm. pretty basic. Right, right. Uh, well, I mean, and also, like, as a sideline reporter, I mean, you always kind of have to get better at checking the weather, too, don't you? Yes, yeah, and, and always, always comfortable shoes. Like, I pretty much right. have, like, the pair I always wear. I just wear running shoes, and I yeah, know sure. that on the sideline, like, I'll wear just, like, black pants or just jeans. And then I have, like, basically two coats that are pretty standard and, like, then a couple of different shirts. Maybe I'll bring I basically wear the exact same thing every weekend and I just rotate the colors of it. So right. it's right. very exciting. But um then hats too, just in case I always I have like a work related hat that says ESPN on it so I know if it's like raining I can just throw it on and that's okay. Exactly. So getting, I honestly don't even care what I look like anymore as long as it looks <laughs> professional. And right. as long as I'm not soaking white because I have frequently that it's not there. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. 
Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
That's quince.com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show. Notion.com slash etm. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. I was going to say, yeah, you, you always see that on the silent reporters, no matter what sport. You're like, why are they trapped out there? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, uh, well, speaking of looking like that, do you have any tips of, like, you, say you're going on a, either an event or a business meeting and you come off the plane like that. You're like, I have like an eye cream, so I don't want my eyes to look puffy. Like, is there any, you know, hack that you have? It depends, like, how much time you have. But I really yeah. like, and this is not a, an ad or anything, but I like what this Gwyneth Paltrow is going. She, which you can yeah. get at, like, Whole Foods stuff, yeah. has these eye patches that you can use. And honestly, they're a lifesaver. I wear, I put them on, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and mm-hmm. it, like, instantly brightens your eyes. So if you're really tired, if you've been traveling a lot, that is, uh, that's a number one. And then I just, I use a ton of dry shampoo um, for two reasons, like, travel so much so that my hair is like really dry and um you know it's prone to just like breaking a lot so if you can lessen like showering as much as possible then it helps sort of keep you alive and then also sometimes you don't have the opportunity to to like you know make yourself look beautiful ahead of time and so that's like one quick fix so uh those are like my two staples when it comes to that like when you have a gig and you're flying into like a game or something like that you kind of have to you know hit the ground running and, and go straight to the stadium and stuff? Yeah. For the most part, I try to yeah. limit my days of travel. So, like, I'll do an early morning flight if it's a West Coast game. Right. I'll go right to training for soccer. Like, I'll say last week I was in Portland. I flew from LAX to Portland, mm-hmm. then went right to the Timbers training. And, you know, we do go right into interviews. You have to mm-hmm. be, like, bright-eyed and ready to go and interview all these guys. And then usually it's a pretty long day because we'll wait for the visiting team to come in too. Do the same thing with them. And then you go over, you know, your notes 
go to bed and you get to the stadium the next day. Right, right. Well, how do you, how do you uh, one of the other hacks you're, you're mentioning is that I, about uh, staying healthy on the road. I mean, especially for your job, you got to, you know, be talking all the time, uh, you know, and, and, and you're going to be surrounded by a lot of people. How do you kind of stay, uh, you know, healthy on the road, I mean, especially going through dirty airports? Yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing. I've sort of really noticed that, you know, you're surrounded by so many people. It's just that you're prone to picking up something. You know, simple things like mini hand sanitizers, of course, um, taking vitamin C more so, doing, like, emergency uh, a lot of, I pack like those every time I go anywhere, drinking right. just more water because you're getting more dehydrated and being just more cognizant of the food that you put into your body. You know, sometimes um, you don't get the option of like picking what you want to eat, where you want to eat because you're yeah. on the road, but I pack like a lot of granola bars and I pack like protein um, shakes too, just so that at least like I can start my day or have snacks that are good so that say, you know, I'm with the crew and they want to go for Mexican food and like, I can't be eating Mexican food every single night I'm on the road. I'd be 500 pounds, you know? So you try to um, put the best food you can in your body. But I also know because when I do a game, sometimes you don't eat for hours that you can't really limit yourself. You know, some people will think, Oh, you're on air or you're, you know, you Mm -hmm. should be dieting or, or looking a certain way and it's like I don't I do the opposite of that like you have to fuel up because we're able to get headaches and you get tired and you're not able to work properly right right well when you're when you're doing you know a couple games in a row or something like that is it, is it harder to stay fit as well to like work out and stuff yeah it definitely is like I think when you're on the road and you realize you don't have that much time it definitely inspires you to go to the gym a lot more but I will say even if I tell myself Go for 15, 20 minutes, even if you're doing, like, running for 10 minutes and doing some weights. Um, that's better than just sitting here and feeling, like, lethargic. And it'll also give you a, a boost of energy. And what I've, I've talked to, like, a lot of the trainers and teams on the road, and I always ask them for tips uh, mm. for, like, exercising. They say, yeah. The more you do, like, cardio and you run for a really long time and you, you know, you might go on the you know, bike or elliptical for, like, 40 minutes, that's exhausting your body so much more so it's like you have to do stick more to weight just free weights um you'll be able to you know still get the workout you want you'll burn calories but you won't burn out all your energy because i said you know they saw me running for like 40 minutes on and a treadmill they're like no that's only hurting your body more that's funny well i mean and, and you mentioned too like on your vacation you're, you're going to work out too the, the last vacation Shauna and i went on yeah we went to to Hawaii, and we actually brought our, our workout clothes and, and did a couple of days of, you know, either yoga or walking and stuff like that. It was so yeah. much better because then you also don't feel as guilty when you eat, you know, eat the great food and stuff too. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think what you mentioned there with like yoga and even just like taking five, 10 minutes to meditate in the morning, mm-hmm. um, that is very difficult, but just being able to kind of try to calm your mind because it's so cluttered. Our, our lives are so, so, so hectic. Um, you never put down your phone. You're always looking at, oh, what, who scored this? What highlight of this? Like, what interview can I get? All these. And um, it's a job where it's very difficult to, to breathe. And that, I mean, if you can, if you can do that, it, it helps kind of stay level through all the travel. Right. So, I mean, you go to a lot of the same, same cities, you know, over and over again. What are some of the, your favorite hotels in, in some of the cities that you cover? Well, I speaking of Portland, like I just did, I love the Nines. I mean, it's mm. one of the nicest hotels that they have there. Um, it's, you know, it's kind of a unique 
sort of has a boutique feel to it, but it's a big hotel. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Seattle, you can't really go wrong kind of anywhere, but we stay at the Monaco, um, and it's, it's really neat, too. It's kind of like, you know, we stay in so many Marriott's and residence inns and, yeah. you know, Hyatt's that they're the same. Sometimes you wake up and you just don't know what city you're in, but it's neat when we kind of get a bit of a variety. Um, that doesn't happen a whole lot because, you know, with travel and, and the way the industry's going, it, it's tight for that kind of stuff budget-wise. But uh, when we do stumble across a, a new hotel, it's, it's I mean, it's the best. And I covered hockey the last three years, and I traveled with the Anaheim Ducks. And so we stayed in mm. five-star hotels with the team. And mm. that was really nice. I mean, that made traveling easy. We were on a charter, stayed in the five-star hotels. It's not too bad in that case. But, uh, you know, any four seasons with Strokes is Fairmont. <laughs> it's them all, and those are the best. But even if you do get to stay at a Westin or, you know, um, Hyatt, those are great, too. Mm. Right. Um and, I think uh, like ten thousand hotels. <laughs> right, exactly. Just every every hotel in the Western Hemisphere, exactly. Uh, yeah. What are, What are your, some of your you're in Toronto today, and uh, one of your favorite cities, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, what are some other great destinations that people maybe aren't thinking of? Because we're always looking for that too uh, here on Millennial Money. Well, I mean, definitely in Canada, there's sort of the layups that would be. Vancouver, I always tell people to go visit there because it's just a mix of city and ocean and mountains, and you can kind of do everything all in one. And then, um, you know, Montreal is gorgeous, too, just with the French culture and really good places to eat, and it's very European. And then even on the East Coast, Halifax is a really interesting town, too, and there's so much of a sort of like an Irish um, influence down there with the live music and and the drinks and all that kind of stuff. And then when I travel in the States, like my favorite cities are, def- I definitely really like Seattle because I like the culture there too and, and seafood and um, it, it, it kind of has that Vancouver sort of feel as well. You can take a ferry and go see the sights, you know, all around the different sounds. And then um, I love New York. I, I would live there in a heartbeat if I should. I just love the energy. But, uh, you know, we travel to the main cities that are the main sports cities. I was actually really surprised I went to Cincinnati recently, and that was way better than I thought. Like, it's, first of all, it has, this, it, it has the second largest Oktoberfest I found out in the world mm-hmm. behind, like, Munich. So that's a good spot to go there. And then <laughs> it sort of it felt very gentrified and really interesting restaurants mm-hmm. and bar scenes. And I'm always, like, I'm a big... Um, I really love food. I wouldn't call myself a foodie because I can't cook, but <laughs> I love <laughs> going to really good restaurants and, and finding kind of neat places like that. Right. So when when you head home to Toronto, what what's like a couple places like you go to? Like it's your go-to. Like I have to have this. Well, I love um, the distillery district. It's, it's, speaking of European, it's like a very European mm-hmm. feel. There's a number of different restaurants there. Um, El Catrine is a new one. It's actually um, like Mexican food, which people wouldn't think would be great in Canada, but it's really great. Um, that's a really good oyster house there, too. And um, a couple of different microbreweries, as well as, like, really good shopping and, um, like, live music. And they always have sort of events going on down there. And then um, King Street West, a lot of my friends sort of live out there, and I'll go. Um, King in Portland is kind of a cool hot spot where there's some good restaurants and 
also then, you know, you can find a great bar to go to afterwards. That's sort of like when I come home, I like to go to maybe we go down by the waterfront. Maybe we go over to the island or mm-hmm. to a cool spot in Kensington Market. That's sort of like a vintage area. Right. But I go out to find, you know, I want to have a night of it. So mm-hmm. go for dinner and then maybe grab a drink or find some live music or sort of that type of thing. Right. Um how are how are uh, Canadian sports fans compared to American sports fans? Is there a difference, or I mean, you notice a difference? Is there a great difference in which? In in uh, Canadian sports fans or or in an American sports fans? Um, I you know that's a good question. I think that they're interested in different things. Hmm. Canadians, of course, into hockey and you know Canadian teams like the Blue Jays, the Raptors, CFL, curling, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The American fans might be well. They're obviously interested more in NFL and college football. That's the thing. College football is not a big deal in Canada at sure. all. Sure. Um, but uh, maybe it's like a bit more. Um, I think it's like when you walk around in the states, like you'll see people wearing college shirts of every sort anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that maybe priority to sports is probably given in the states, like. You know, on a Sunday, everyone watches football on the face. But in Canada, that's not really necessarily a thing. Like, it might be Saturday night, hockey night in Canada would be it. So, based on just, like, the, the, the viewing habits of what sports are big, that's sort of how the sports fan is different. Right. Well, I think it was interesting. The last two times I've been in Seattle, the the Blue Jays were actually in Seattle, and they travel well there. Like, it was yes. – I yeah, see a blue team everywhere, right? In a, one team, and, and especially yeah. in the playoffs or any time, um, yeah. you're right on that. The people will follow them everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, well, thanks for, so much for this. I just have one last question. So I was looking at your Instagram feed, and I just love that you uh, definitely get into your concert going and dress up at Alice Cooper <laughs> and, and Lady Gaga. So is that a regular thing you normally do? Yes, well, that was last week. I went to see the concert. I've always been a fan of both of those musicians. And, uh, I, you know, I, did, I went to Alice Cooper and Motley Crue at the Hollywood Bowl in 2014, mm. and I dressed up that way. And I thought, you know, i got to do it again. And I yeah. always love kind of getting into if I If the person I'm seeing has, you know, a, a certain um, sure. right. characteristic, I will right. definitely like to wear it. That just makes the whole night more fun. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.